0: Now, in our last broadcast, we had begun a series in Proverbs 31, beginning at verse 10. Have you got your Bibles there, ladies? And hubbies, if some of you are listening in, too, we'd be delighted to have you listen in. Well, we're going to look at this section that has to do with the Christian woman and her virtues. As you know, those of you who listened last time, verse 10 literally says, Who can find a wife with many parts, or a wife of many parts? What it's saying is that a woman uh, ought to have, if she is rightly living for the Lord and for her home, she ought to have many aspects to her personality. They all ought to be well developed and they all ought to be used fully to the Lord's honor and for the welfare of her home, which are not two separate things but two things that go together, of course. And we read that when a woman does have many aspects to her personality, well developed and well used that uh, she is far more precious than jewels. Then the next verse that we looked at says that the heart of her husband trusts in her and he will never lack profit. Uh, Some Christian men, we pointed out, make a mistake by thinking they have to make all the decisions and do all the things that have to be done in a home because the Bible calls them the head of the home. That's dead wrong. They can entrust, according to this verse, a great deal into the hands of their wives. Because she is trustworthy, she has all these abilities, and they have all been developed, and she knows how to use them, many things can be entrusted into her hands. And not only is this a matter of entrusting things, but it's a matter of trusting her with what is entrusted, not just because she has the ability and can use it, but that she will use it in the right way, that she will use it for the honor of the Lord and she will use it for the welfare of her family. It's interesting that there are husbands who are afraid to entrust things into the, their wives hands. Well maybe it's because some of you wives aren't so trustworthy. Maybe it wouldn't be possible in some of the cases to hand over certain aspects of the uh, work of the home uh, or of the decision-making processes in the home to some of you. Why? is because you have just never spent the time to develop those capacities and those gifts which you have, but they're latent. You, you've just let other people make all the decisions for you all of your life. Of course, that would be a tragedy, and if that's the reason why your husband doesn't entrust things to you, because you'd do more harm than good if he did, then maybe you need to uh, take a little bit of the load off of his back and become trustworthy, learn how to uh, to develop some of those gifts and use them more fully in the home. But in a well-working marriage, the husband isn't doing everything and making all the decisions. The wife is doing a great deal. All of these things, all of these aspects of her personality are being used. And so within the marriage framework, a wife can develop fully It's not that her personality is to be squashed, that she's to be under the heel of her husband and he's to grind her down uh, flatter than a grease spot. No, not at all. Indeed, the wife within the framework of the home itself can develop great uh, potential into tremendously useful things. A woman can find tremendous satisfaction if she's willing to do so right within the framework of her own home and the welfare of it and the things that she can do stemming out from it. That's what this verse is teaching, and that's what husbands and wives have to recognize. Too many uh, uh, women today think that in order to have fulfillment, as they call it, you have to look here, there, and everywhere. You have to be out here and out there doing this, doing that, getting yourself involved in the country club, or getting yourself uh, out into some kind of career work or something else. Now, I'm not saying all these things are necessarily wrong for everybody at every point in life. But what I am saying is, is that if a woman stays at home, develops all of her gifts and uses all of her gifts within the framework of the home. She can be an exciting person, well-developed, growing, staying green in her thinking, and she can be an exciting person for her husband and for her children and for others around her. You don't have to go wandering all over the map to develop all of your gifts. The home itself can challenge, particularly in a day like this, can challenge you to use all of your gifts if you're willing to find the ways in which to spontaneously do new and creative and wonderful things in that home using those gifts that God has given to you to the full. A well-rounded woman using all of the aspects of her personality. That's what the Bible holds forth as the ideal, not some woman who is all out of balance, who is only specializing in one or two things that she does and is kind of a drudge around the house because nothing else in her personality has been developed at all. Okay, it says her husband can trust in her. Let me ask you ladies, can your husband really trust in you? Is he the kind? Is he able to put something into your hands and know that you're going to work hard at it? Know that you're not going to uh, create problems and create more difficulties? Uh, if he goes away for a week or two weeks, can he really entrust the, the house and the running of the home uh, into your hands? If he can't, then maybe you need to do some thinking. Maybe you need to sit down with him and go over some things and learn how to do some things. Maybe you need to be more than a shrinking violet, as some women uh, try to be. Uh, I know there are a lot of women who think, uh, well, if I never show any kind of ability in this area, I'll never be saddled with a task. That's not the way to think about it. If you have gifts and you have abilities that are atrophying, uh, then there's something wrong. Because God wants you to be well-rounded with all of your abilities, not only challenged but being put to use in productive use for the Lord and for your family. And so maybe you need to sit down and talk this matter over with your husband and have some prayer about this question and get your life really squared away. Start using that life of yours in a full and more effective way than ever before. And you know what's going to happen if you do? Not only is your husband going to trust you more and be a happier person, but you're going to be a happier person. And your children are going to learn a lot from you, too. But if they see mom as just somebody who uh, acts as if she could never use a screwdriver, if she had to, uh, someone who could never uh, uh, take the garbage out, if she had to, who could never carry something from one floor to another floor, even though it wasn't terribly heavy, but always had to call upon her husband to do all these things, uh, maybe there's something wrong there, you know. You could do a lot of these things yourself. Don't try to be this frail, shrinking, violet kind of thing. That isn't what the Bible's talking about. Use all your gifts and learn to use them all well. After all, your husband could die next week, and suppose you've been letting all your gifts atrophy. Suddenly you'll be plunged into using them, and if you haven't used them adequately for the family beforehand, you may find yourself up against it suddenly, having to face them all uh, uh, all at once uh, in this manner. It's bad enough to have to face the problems of grief, but then to go on and uh, not be able to know what to do, not to know how to make a phone call, Uh, not to know how to uh, make a deposit at the bank, not to know how to do all kinds of things that you will have to do if he were to die uh, next week, Uh, that would be a tragedy to add that kind of thing to grief itself. A lot of people, a lot of women in that situation, and men too in that situation, when they depend on their wives to do everything too, find that they are really in the soup at that point. So God wants a well-rounded woman for all sorts of reasons. But mainly he wants you to use the gifts that he's given to you and if you have gifts that aren't being used then you ought to sit down with your husband and say look i think we've i've got these gifts how do i best go about using them and between the two of you prayerfully maybe you can work out some ways that you could begin to exercise those gifts within the framework of the home i think if you sit down in that kind of a manner with your husband in a kindly and uh, understanding way and really asking for his help in in uh, using more of the gifts that you have I think he'd probably be excited, most men would, to help you to find out how to discover and develop and to deploy those gifts of yours. Lord, we're thankful that you have this kind of a presentation of the wife and her place in the home uh, in, in the Word of God. We pray that wives today may take these matters seriously, and some of them, even this very evening, Will sit down with a piece of paper with their husbands on which they have listed some of the things that they think that are their gifts, and they may work out some ways in which they may use them and become much more well-rounded in the service of Jesus Christ and in the uh, welfare to the welfare of their homes. For we ask it in Christ's name, Amen.